Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. January 12th, 2021. Kissing a ginger. Using meat as propaganda, stealing money, and being cryogenically frozen. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Happy Kiss a Ginger Day. Whoa. It is indeed. Okay. It's back in November, a holiday which we did not celebrate, although I'm now regretful of it, was Kick a Ginger Day. Why are you so mean to me? Um, because off camera, you're a real pill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great word. That's a great phrase. I need to use that word. It's a good one. It's a good one. Well, Kiss a Ginger Day was established to counter that unwarranted violence against you, less than 2% of the population folk. Um, pause. Mm -hmm. AJ, our 13-year-old, informed me I'm not actually a ginger. Well, I mean, obviously, I did a little color boost to my hair, but she said true ginger is that more orangey red. No. And that How I dare am she? an auburn, but not a ginger. Well, listen, she's an idiot. <laughs> that's, that's why she still lives at home. She's not yet capable of functioning in the real world by herself. Okay. So you can't be listening to her like she's Dr. Phil. So I am both deserving of kicks and kisses. Both. Maybe both at the same time. Oh, I hate that. We'll see how it goes if you're lucky. <laughs> um, understand, those of you good people out there, this holiday does not encourage kissing absent of first gaining permission. Consent is a thing. Yes. It's not rape a ginger day. Oh, That's my God. Why? A different, it's not even a holiday. Why? 
What? Why do we have to go all the way to the maximum extreme? We're just talking about kisses and maybe sorry? a little maybe a little kick in the knee. I was under the mistaken impression that I was running this show. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, it's not uh it's not an excuse to be bad to a ginger. It's supposed to be a good thing. So Yes. Get permission if permission should not be granted. Or if you yourself are not free to just randomly going about kissing folk, then you may offer instead either a Hershey's kiss or simply a kind deed. I would take the kiss or the Hershey's kiss or the deed. We'll see. See if you get lucky. Okay. Okay. Speaking of deeds. Um, 1906. Would you like this one? <laughs> Oh, we're off to a real start. 1906, the Football Rules Committee. Mm -hmm. That's it, a real official name. That exists in the world. It does now, officially in a major way. 1906 is when they first legalized the forward pass. Now, off camera, we were talking through some notes, and I was like, why did they have to legalize it? That's obviously how you play football. What, mm -hmm. How could you play it without forward pass? And you said? It was not legal. Because? Because real men run the football. <laughs> It's true. It's true to this day. I cannot imagine football being played without passing. Boy, I can. It's a real dream. <laughs> it would also speed the game up quite a bit. Because yeah. every time an incomplete pass is thrown, the clock stops. Yes. So that's is that I I guess is probably what makes football games last so freaking long. Yes. Interesting. Can I take the next one? You may. So I know you're, you've got some coming up on the list. You're you can take the next two if you'd like. Well, now I kind of need the, yeah. the following couple. Well, in 1939, good old Timely Comics, Timely, is founded by Martin Goodman. Now, that company, Timely Comics, later became known as the company that we now today call Marvel Yes. Comics. Thank you, Martin Goodman. Yes, and thank you, Marvel Comics, for all of the entertainment you've provided us Indeed. through the years. Although our twins have sadly moved on from their Marvel fascination. They're they ebb and flow. Yes. Just when you think, yeah. I can throw this away. Yeah, that's true. Then all of a sudden they're back into whatever. That is a very fair point. That is when the nostalgia for when they were, you know, kids mm -hmm. and they were into yes. Marvel characters comes back. But... I'm glad they moved it to Marvel. That is a far better name than Timely Comics. I don't know. Maybe they were really timely. Well, maybe they were, but it's still a bad name. I stand by what I said. You would, Ginger. Look out. You could get kicked next November. Not by me, but... <laughs> by somebody. Anyway, by some descendant of Martin Goodman's. Mm, oh. Well, 1943. This is a thing. So 1943, we're talking about still in World War II, right? Yes. And a, an official of the Meats Division, which I didn't know there was such a thing, the Meats Division of Price uh, of, uh, of, I'm sorry, blah, of the Office of Price Administration. It's a mouthful. I feel like I've picked the wrong calling in life. I would like to be an official of the Meat Division. <laughs> Just to have the business card. Yeah. Although I suppose I could just go hit up one of the business card companies and have one fraudulently made. Nobody will stop you. No one. Well, they might when they figure out who I am. Hey, I've got a meat question for you, sir. 
I can see it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this cat announced that for the duration of the war, Frankfurters, or hot dogs, would be replaced with victory sausages. Victory sausages. I'm yep. quite confident that was, in fact, one of my many high school nicknames. <laughs> hey, it's the old victory sausage. <laughs> Is the victory sausage going to be here? Oh, I don't want to be here then. You are off the rails today. I guess. Um, so a proportion of the meat yeah. would be replaced. If there was ever even meat in hot dogs, I don't know. But a proportion of it would be replaced with an unspecified amount of soybean meal or some other substitute. So certainly there is the conservation effort, but you didn't have to rename the Frankfurter to do that. <laughs> didn't you just? No, the name change was a form of propaganda to demonstrate anti-German sentiment, and it wasn't a new idea. It's an idea resurrected from prior conflicts. At one point in time, sauerkraut was renamed Liberty Cabbage, and French fries briefly became Freedom, Freedom fries. fries. Yes. Remember that? I don't. In, there was a resurge in Freedom Fries, I want to say early aughts. I feel like France had spoken out against our involvement in... Iraq and the Middle East yeah, following 9-11. Right. That feels right. And then suddenly, patriots everywhere were renaming their French fries to Freedom Fries once again. Well, I'm just waiting. So we showed them. I'm just waiting for the next event that requires the return of the victory sausage. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Go into the meat market. Hey, where do you keep your victory sausage? Don't make it awkward. You are having way too much fun with it. <laughs> Okay, well, 1956, with only six days remaining before the statute of limitations runs out, the FBI arrests six members of a robbery gang of the Great Brinks Robbery. Okay. This being, uh, so it would have been years before, in 1950, um, today's equivalency of $29.5 million was stolen from the Brinks building in Boston, Mass. That is not just pocket change. No. Um, it was the largest bank robbery in the history of the U.S. all the way up until 1984. Okay. Uh, the originator of this heist was a Big Joe McGinnis, you dirty Irish. Not related to Bishop McGinnis. Well, it's may, not have, may have been. Bishop McGinnis may have changed his spelling. He might have when he found out what his cousin Big Joe was doing. Yes. Well, Big Joe had 10 accomplices. Now, this is a fascinating thing as I read into it. And I did because I'm a nerd. I read the FBI case file as well as some other stuff. I bet you did. The first leg, or legs rather, of this heist were five different trips to the building. I believe they even utilized a, a building across the street to serve as lookout. And I don't know if they rented it or just used a vacant building or what, but five different trips in where on each trip they removed, they picked a lock, they removed the cylinder, and then they had a key made for it and then reinstalled it. The most dangerous 
uh, of being caught of these, of course, was the exterior door. Yes. So even, and especially out of fear that someone might just stroll or drive by and right. notice the the cylinder missing out of the door. They'd removed the old one. They'd installed a new one. They ran off. They got a key made. They came back. They replaced it. Wow. Yeah. That is so intricate. It's also pretty ballsy. Indeed. Know? Indeed. Um, and the, all of this was ultimately with the idea to truly wait for the optimal timing to complete the true heist. Um, they staked out the area for months. They scheduled when, you know, they, they knew the schedule of when workers were there, when they leave, left, what rooms they were in from exterior viewing, being able to see lights on and things like that. Uh, they stole plans for the site alarms. It was truly what every heist movie that you would watch today employs, though where the heist movie shows it all being accomplished in about a week's worth of research. These guys took two years yeah. of painstaking research, even instituting six different nights that would have been the official heist that for whatever reason each time was aborted because, hey, it wasn't just right. This, two years, this is yeah. the longest of long cons. Yeah. I mean, seriously. So finally, on the, on the night where they follow all the way through, they enter the building around 6.55 p.m. They use their keys. They surprise, uh, bind, and gag five employees who were still there sorting, storing, counting money, all of that. Uh, and then they leave at about 7.30. So this is in the early evening Yeah, this all takes place. Yeah, now it's January, so yeah. nighttime, all of that. Uh, it's dark, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, but even still... Like, you usually think about, like, heists taking place in the dead of night. Yes, we do have construction still going on, so that's, you're not hearing a victory sausage in the background. That's yard work, which, if we could get it done today, it would be a victory sausage day. It would be, um, yes. In any event, they leave around 7.30. They scatter from there, all of them uh, looking to establish alibis for the evening. The only clues left behind were the rope that they'd used to bind the employees and they'd all been wearing uh equivalency of like a pea coat and a chauffeur's hat and one of the hats okay. was left behind okay well over time so immediately i guess rather the fbi is they go on full-scale shakedown mode of mm. the criminal underworld yes. they question it's in a tenement area of the city and they're questioning everybody there they're they're catching just scant enough leads over time, they, they do end up somehow, some way. There's two of these guys are arrested in conjunction with a wholly different robbery. Um, somehow in, in connection with all this, the truck that had been used for getaway was discovered. They tried to disassemble it, cut it up with a torch, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but it was found and not too far away from the home of, of one of these two that had been arrested. Mm. Well, while these two are arrested, convicted, and then serving their time. Okay. Um, they send out demands to two other guys for cash, who are two other members, and right. it, infighting begins, and kidnapping, and threats, and on and on and on. And ultimately, everybody that's involved does end up getting caught, charged, tried, convicted, or, or confessing to... Uh, whatever the case may be. Very little of the money was ever actually recovered from this. And and despite them being caught, 
though it was just almost past the statute of limitations, it's still, this crime is frequent, frequently referenced as the crime of the century or the perfect crime. I like crime of the century. It sounds better, although... Once you turn over the century, you're no longer hot stuff anymore. That's true. Crime of the last century mm -hmm. is what we call it now. It doesn't have nearly the ring. <laughs> That's like, uh, you know, we barely won sausage instead of victory sausage. It's different. It's not as powerful. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Or defeat sausage for that. Oh, yeah. That's nobody a, nobody wants to be that. No, nobody wants that at all. I think all. they make pills for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. In 1967, James Hiram Bedford mm -hmm. was a psychology professor at the University of California. He sadly passed away due to cancer. Now, hours after his death, three doctors feverishly yes. worked and completed the task of cryopreserving him. Yes. Did I say it correctly? I believe so. Cryo, cryo, okay. Cryo. Cryo. Like cryogenics. There we go. Yes. I don't know why with the preserving, I couldn't say it. Well, to this day, to this very day, I tell you, he remains frozen and preserved today at the Alcor Life Extension Foundation. The idea being that when medicine does eventually find a cure for cancer, he Will rejoin us? Yes. Now, there was some concern. There was a lot of concerns, actually. One being that simply the technology at the time, as though it does now, did not exist for basically killing his brain in the process. Yeah. Um, of course, we won't know until cancer's cured and he's, resuscitation is attempted. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, beyond that, he was transferred. Uh, you know, you think about how does... How do you, as a cryo facility, how do you stay open? Right. How do you get funding? You know, supposing you got enough people interested even and filled up, at some point the apartments are full. Yeah. And what do you do? So I don't know all the details as to how and why and when, but he was transferred multiple times, different facilities over the years, and even spent a stint, I believe, in the home of one of his children, where they kept him, I guess, plugged in or whatever was necessary to stay alive. And it was then at his final transfer to the Alcor Life Extension uh, Foundation that they'd run some, some quick testing and whatnot and determined he has remained adequately frozen this whole time. There's no concern on that front. This is some real sci-fi shit in real life. Yes. And that was in 1967. That was in 67. I feel like I was in like late high school. In 67? No, listen. 
The first time I ever heard of. I was going to say, you robbed my cradle. <laughs> the first time I heard of cryogenics being a thing, I feel like it was like a Michael Crichton era yeah. sci fi book. Yeah. And I was fascinated with the idea, but it's also terrifying. Yes, yes. The thoughts. Okay. Um, 1979, L.A.'s Hillside Strangler is arrested. Speaking in, of terrifying. Yeah, in actuality, one of the Hillside Stranglers was arrested. It, there, there were two. Mm. And I think there were cousins or something. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, what was more interesting to me is that as I skimmed through things, there are more than just a few threads supporting the idea that... Once again, this is tied in some way to the CIA's MK Ultra program. Yes. If if that kind of thing is interesting to you, go read and enjoy. I have a book recommendation about it. Okay. For world. Well, well that's where we are right oh now. Oh my, we found ourselves in world. We just tripped right over the edge and landed in a big old pile of world. <laughs> Watch, read, listen, life, style. Yep. So watching wise, I forgot to mention this. I woke up in the middle of the night and it's as often the case for me, it's hard mm. for me to go back to sleep. So I've ne very nearly finally finished watching Bridgerton. I know it woke me up. I was vomiting in my sleep. Did it really wake you up? It did. Um, but you went back to sleep. I did. After you threw up. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I'm almost done. Um, it's good. It's fine. There's definitely a lot of sex. It's fine. There's, it's fine. It lives up to it's the sexy. It's a perfectly fine show. The sexy inspiration, if that's what you're after. Okay. So it's good late night watching? Yes. If that's what you're into. If that's what you're into. I've been watching Lupine, I think. L-U-P-I-N, but it's French. Dubbed. I think in the English. Don't let them take your freedom fries from you. I will, I will throw my freedom fries at the screen. It's not good. But listen, it's not terrible. It's not good, but you love foreign TV on Netflix. I, I need you to admit it. I need you to admit that you love it. I here's here's why you see me watching it with greater frequency as of late. Okay. One, I often find myself having watched all of Netflix. Two. And I say all of Netflix. Of course, there's stuff I refuse to watch. It's like, this is plainly going to be terrible. I won't watch it. Yeah. But when you're having to overcome the hurdle of being a foreign film dubbed into English, you have a, a much grander margin of failure to live inside of. And so I'll entertain that. And some modicum of curiosity over what is it those, those crazy French people enjoy. <laughs> But you've been, like, mildly enjoying it. I, there's, I mean, enough to keep watching. There's some strength to the premise of what the show is about. It's poorly executed. I shouldn't say that. It's The execution and the acting live deeply in the middle of mediocrity. And so just from that, that's why I'm saying it's not great. I, I wouldn't say go watch this necessarily. But if you don't have something to watch, or if you like Freedom Fries or... Something like that. Hey, go check it out. It's it's entertaining enough. Okay. All right. If you fall asleep to it, you won't be mad that you missed something. Okay. When that's what you kind of like. You like a mm -hmm. little something to lull you to sleep. Mm -hmm. Oh, just like the sound of these tools outside Jackhammer. The it's a literal jackhammer. Oh, it's lulling me into agitation. Okay. Uh, superstar Awesome Shell. Mm -hmm. Always there with the pop culture recommendations for us. Yes. 
She suggested a movie called Ford versus Ferrari, inspired by a recent mention of the guy named Carol that I can't remember. Shelby. Shelby. Carol Shelby. Wait, Carol Shelby, not mm -hmm. Shelby Carol. Okay. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's the story of the Le Mans race. Mm -hmm. That's a car race. Yep. I don't know much about this world. participated in. Um, also French. Okay. But that is a movie, Ford versus Ferrari. And if you are wanting more on that topic that we broached the other day, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. If you'd like to read or listen. Wait, I got to read for you. We had nothing until just now. So, so last year, Tom O'Neill, who's an investigative journalist from the Wayback Days, apparently, uh, published a book called Chaos. And the subtitle is Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s. I purchased this on the Audible. I started it. It was a little bit of a slow start for me, and so I'm sad to say I haven't gone back to it. But apparently, and what I understand from this book is that he does trace okay. the thread all the way through of the CIA of, uh, what's it called? MK Ultra. MK Ultra, the impact it possibly could have had on Charles Manson, on the Hillside Strangler. Yeah, there, on... Was, there was this, if you're unfamiliar... In a specific region of California, and for a, a very defined block of years, mm -hmm. um, there were a, a myriad of serial killing type folk yep. that they just stacked on top of each other so that it was almost constant this was going on. Even to the degree that with the Hillside Strangler, there was, I think... I think it was both, one at the beginning and one at the end of their quote-unquote career, that there's controversy over whether or not it was theirs or somebody from before or after. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was like that storefront on the main strip that's constantly full of one store, but it's always a different store. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, the 60s and 70s were, and on into the 80s, honestly, they were like peak serial killer yeah. time in our country. Yeah. We also had the Golden State Killer. There was the BTK Killer in Wichita, Kansas. Like, there's, like, so many mm -hmm. uh, serial killer And fascinating to me that, especially on Netflix, this has been a revived topic of interest. Mm -hmm. I literally, I think nearly everything you just mentioned and a few more are all things that are available now. Yeah. Uh, within the last year or two max, uh, but it's all been piling up here. It makes you wonder, what is, uh, what's the next move by MKUltra that I don't believe is over? It does make you wonder. Maybe they'll, they're training us all. They'll inject it right into your victory sausage. Right into the sausage. Damn it. Lifestyle. You got a beard trim. I got a beard trim. Listen, it was more like the mercy shearing of a long-lost sheep. It, the amount of hair in that barber shop when it was done was appalling. <laughs> it's gotten a little wild and woolly. It's, well, I mean, and I know you already know because I told you, but what would you guess by looking came off of the length by itself? I mean, it's, it's an inch if it's anything, right? It was at least an inch, if not an inch and a half, just off that. But that was mild. Everything else is what... Created or the sides, the the underbeard, yeah. if you will, the neck portion that grew not like all the way down the neck. I trim part of it, but like the under chin portion. It was all. It was just ridiculous. He even was kind of having an oh damn moment and not a damn no moment. <laughs> 
That's different. Were you having a damn no? No, it felt so good. You were like, damn yes. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn yes. (laughs) Maybe we need a mug that says damn no and damn yes on opposite sides. I already made it in my mind. Literally, it's happening. Perfect. It has to happen now. Perfect. Um, So that was phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, Of course, as lifestyle, you could just go ahead and get yourself a big old victory sausage. Yes, you could. You could kiss a ginger with consent, of course. With consent. Or just throw Hershey's kisses at us. Or victory sausages. (laughs) Nope. What else? Um, Well, you had a dream last night. I can't believe you're putting this in the show. I'm not going to tell the whole dream i just thought it was fascinating that part of the dream and kind of the crux of the dream the crux. is that somehow um i was dear close old friends with brad pitt and that he'd stop by the home as he often did just to visit yes i never dream about celebrities but i had one of the most vivid realistic dreams of my entire life last night and that you're right. The absolute crux of the story of the narrative of this dream was that you and Brad Pitt were longtime friends from way back. And so I dreamed about Brad Pitt, but not in the way that many ladies might right. like to dream about right. Brad Pitt. Some gentlemen too, I'm sure. No, he wasn't here for me in the dream. He was here for you. Here to hang out and visit. <laughs> Feels right. I'll give him a call later. I'm glad that you will. I know he's in your phone. I don't know why that's lifestyle, but it is. <laughs> You didn't want to let me lose the chance to mention that. That's right. That's right. You have a a legitimate lifestyle. I do. So at Christmas, my youngest sister, Sarah, gave me, gave to each me, my sister, Emily, and my mom a skincare uh, gift package, Mm -hmm. as often they do package together at the holidays. This is from It Cosmetics, which is a fantastic cosmetic line. I love, I've tried many of their makeup products. Love them. I've never tried their skincare line. Okay. And so their skincare line is called Confidence in a... And so it's like Confidence in a Cream, Confidence Eye Cream, all of this. So anyway, I have been using that pretty religiously since Christmas. And I love it. The Confidence in a Cream is the face cream. That's the big moisturizer. And so I've just been layering that on top of everything at night before I go to bed. My other face products that I put on... Um, I've been using it in the mornings. It's perfect for winter dry skin time. I actually was going to talk about it on this past week's episode of Sorta Awesome, but I didn't. I'll probably use it as a uh, Awesome of the Week upcoming. But anyway, if you have the dry skin in the winter, especially in your face, that confidence in a cream uh, from It Cosmetics is well worth this expenditure. Perfect. I find myself without enough facial real estate to apply a cream. Hmm. So I'm not so much of a... I have my own my own face moisturizer as my beard. There we go. Keeps everything nice and moist. Indeed. That's gross. <laughs> all right. Is that all of it? All the things and that's, stuff? That's all I got. Very good. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. The CIA has done some shady things. If you are a member of the CIA... I never said that. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.